1: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today.
2: Holla! <laughs> Welcome to the Real Housewives of Rewatch. I'm Sue Funk, and I'm here
3: with Danielle from Brandsma Bravo. And I actually am really proud that we both did holla because we didn't remind each other to do that, and yet we both still did it. I think we're
2: like we're on season five, episode four of Roni, and I feel like I'm I'm in my Heather Holla Thompson era. I'm accepting the Heather of it all.
3: Yes, I I agree, and I still. I'm not, I don't dislike her, but I don't know if I like her as much as I remembered liking her. Yeah.
2: She does talk a lot.
3: She I mean, does and like, but
2: I think that you had a good point in a previous episode where you were saying that, like, this is like early filming days. And sometimes people talk a lot when they're nervous. And I could definitely see that that could be what's happening I mean, you also layer in that her father literally just died.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not like, oh, the, the, what is it? The sails are out. The boat is out. The verdict. I don't, I don't know. The (laughs) The verdict is out on Heather. We obviously are only on episode four. So this episode, season five, episode four is called Disinvite. Now, before we get into the episode though, we, BravoCon just happened. Sue and I were not there, but I posted nope. a ton of recaps and spent like yes. a whole weekend on my phone. And I, I don't know what I'll do if it's in Vegas again next year. Like, will I not go again? I don't know. My
2: friend, he, um, it was like, we're manifesting that we're getting a suite and we're going to get VIP tickets to BravoCon next year. And I was yeah. Like, I might
3: have to be in on that with you. I don't know. It was a lot of fun. manifesting it. It's all going to happen. Yeah. I just like, don't really want to go to Vegas, but We'll see. I don't mm-hmm.
2: either. Like the thing is, is that like I thought I would have FOMO, but I really do just enjoy watching it from home. Like I watched, yeah, I did, Fox but I didn't. Stuff. I don't need to yeah. meet anybody. Like in fact, I would rather not meet any of the Housewives because there are like the more we learn about the Housewives, the more they're horrible. And even Andy, did you hear that Andy fucking came out and said we need more Housewives like Diana? from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills he said she was top tier and we all want to get to that level I
3: think he meant financially
2: but like that bitch was racist yeah like like on the heels of of Ramona Singer racism like are you really gonna talk about the fucking black it must be difficult to be a black creator that's what Diana Jenkins said to friend of the pod Philly Diva
3: I deleted Diana from my brain, so I forgot all about that. As but the reason should. I brought up Bravo Con yes. was because we saw our first trailer for Rony Legacy. Oh, it's beautiful. It's I beautiful. think we're gonna have to do some some recapping of it. I think we're gonna Okay. I haven't said this to Sue, awesome. but I'm saying this now. We're we, we can't. We can't. As you could tell, guys, I was really it was really hard for me to do that.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, immediately. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna yeah. be obsessed with it. I Can cannot you- wait. Especially after I dissect so hard Scary Island to get the gift of Kelly Ben Simone back on my screen with these women. And they're all like, she's just as crazy as she was. Like nothing has changed. And that's exactly how I want her. And again, why I never want to meet her. Yep. I don't There not really
3: like an, these people. <laughs> <there was laughs> it was an, like, it's funny because there's always like when I say like, I love a housewife. It's like, I love them for their entertainment factor it's like I can separate who the person is but anyway so the only thing that I saw in an interview was Dorinda said there's a very meta moment so Dorinda had never watched Scary Island so while they were there they had her sit down and watch the episode and they filmed her watching the episode so I really hope that makes the cut
2: oh my god I would love to see that yeah
3: so that that is our our meta moment so if you haven't watched the trailer the trailer is out I think it's like a two-minute trailer and yeah I'm super Super excited! I actually really like Kristen Takeman, so I'm excited they brought her back. She's kind of I like- love Kristen. I think she's great. I
2: mean, we also know that I'm justice for Julia. No, Jules. Jules, Jules yeah. Weinstein. Justice for Jules too. I mean, we really. I I will say everyone was like the New York panel was the most popular panel at Bravo Con. The New York pa- panel was packed. But then the Married to Medicine panel had, like, no one. And to me, I don't think that BravoCon can be used as an accurate depiction of the Bravo viewership. Because they are the one percenters yes, Bravo viewership. So that's why I'm like, of course they all went to Roney and they didn't go to Married to Medicine. Like, to me, I'm like, I, I would be front row... Just drooling at it at this point because I am such a convert. I, I caught up. I watched. I think a lot of people of have been up to real time.
3: By the way, i that's impressive. I think a lot of people <laughs> have been late additions to Married to Med. They don't do it any favors. The way they promote this show is horrible. No, and for a show that's had ten seasons, well,
2: you know what? Andy loves job. those women. Like Andy, when he is like <laughs> when he does their reunions. He knows everything about that
3: show. He produced, didn't he? Um, help Dr. Jackie with her book too. He like doesn't surprise
2: me. Published I, it
3: on his publishing line. Yeah, so that that doesn't surprise me. I need to get back into it. I still owe you uh, Summerhouse Martha's Vineyard. It's just there's so oh, much so new. I know there's so much so new you, Bravo right now that I'm having really a hard time giving us a lot. They're giving us like every night of the week, so. And I'm also working, like, I should have done it during maternity leave, but I was on my below deck kick.
2: It's hard.
3: Once you've on got a below
2: deck kick, you really, it's hard to get out of it.
3: You know what it is? Because I don't know who the people are, I have to actually watch it. I can't, uh, like, have it on in the background. Like, I, can't, I, like, I can half watch every other show because I know the voices, I know who the people are but I don't know who they are. I will say with Martha's Vineyard, you have to like sit down and pay attention. Yeah, I don't know who they are. I only know Jordy, so, or Jordan, which, yeah. Yeah, I love that her name is Jordan. Okay, so let's get into this episode. Obviously, you can tell it's not the most interesting. (laughs) We're not super.
2: (laughs) No, we're not not diving right in. Cause it's really, I wish that they would just call these episodes like the pre-travel episode. So that way, like when you're going through rewatch, you can like skip it. Because like, I get why they have it. Because they need ad revenue, but man, it was just everybody talking about how they're going to London except for Ramona. Yeah. So we open up with Ramona and she is with Carol and Aviva. And the crux of the lunch is that Heather talks a lot and Ramona's not invited.
3: (laughs) Yes. The one note of that lunch is Ramona gave them skincare products. And I noticed two things. One, the camera did not show the products and i know there were ramona's products and they didn't show it they didn't show the label they didn't show it they like literally skipped over it and two ramona says something that she had a bag for sonia but sonia couldn't come and she goes to carol like oh do you have a sister you could give it to and carol takes like the weirdest longest pause to answer the question oh and then she's like oh i have a friend staying with me who's like a sister and i was like why was the answer yes or no and then i i forgot to look up if she has siblings but i just thought it was like it's a really like simple yes or no i have a sister or i don't have a sister question yeah. you know but that was it that was her whole lunch i agree there was there was yeah. nothing exciting what at lunch I feel
2: like is always like an enigma wrapped in mystery like she just she's a weirdo she's got a lot of things going on yeah there
3: with her then sonia and luann meet for drinks and they just spend the whole time discussing ramona
2: and this is like the same thing that lou i was trying to do with jill last season where it's like Ramona's controlling you with her alcohol, and it's like, girl, like, and Sonia's like, no one controls Sonia. I love yeah. when she talks in third person. Me too. Um, and Sonia says Lou and Ramona are like watching tennis, and she finds tennis, boring. Which I thought was really good. Tennis isn't boring. Tennis is like, it's not, but like, I get what she means. Like the back and forth. Like she was like, da 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 like.
3: Uh and the only thing of note there too, just made me like they got this huge tray of oysters, and I just feel like I would want to be a housewife for the meals, oh, like for knowing sure. my meal is comped, I would be ordering appetizers, dinners, desserts, uh, probably another meal to go, like it just I was like, damn, I haven't had oysters in a while.
2: They are delicious. I haven't had them in a while too. I think yeah. also like lot. <laughs> Oysters are like lobsters where they're just vessels for the thing that you put on it. Like, I'm more excited about the melted butter for lobster than I think I am lobster. I'm like, ooh, (laughs) butter tastes amazing on this. And like with oysters, it's like, ooh, I get to put like horseradish and vinegar and somehow it tastes amazing. Yes, my favorite. Because I'm drinking the ocean.
3: (laughs) Well, I know. I know a lot of people are disgusted by oysters, but I'm such a seafood fan and I, I haven't had my favorite place was Mars in Astoria. They used to have the best oysters. i love that um then we go over to carol who is (laughs) with her neighbor friend trip i think is his name
2: so i did do a deep dive on her
3: (laughs) good and i did a little dive on carol about stuff she talked about
2: so trip is her neighbor and, like, as she describes him, I was like, oh, this is her heavily friend-zoned neighbor. Because she's like, everybody needs a guy like Trip that's always around. He'll sit on the porch with you. He'll go do stuff with you. And, like, he always has a fun thing to do. And I was just like, but you never sleep with him. Like, that's literally what was just missing from her description. And they um, they shared baby. So her golden oh, doodle, like her mini golden doodle was shared with three of her her neighbors that are also on the member of the board of her apartment building. So there was a New York Times article written about this in 2016 or 2017 about like three friends sharing a dog and like how it's like this economy and this this is what people do now. Um And Trip is basically really, like, that's his digital footprint. Like, that's what comes up whenever you Google him. He, like, looks like he's done some film stuff. He looks like he's maybe done some finance stuff. He just seems like that rich guy in New York who kind of, like, traipses around. I couldn't find too much more of him. So I guess maybe I didn't go on the deepest of dives. Maybe, like, a three-foot toe in. But um, I did think it was interesting that he is Baby's daddy that is so interesting one of baby's daddies
3: so this so carol and him go and they go to the protest down on wall street which i forgot about the occupy Occupy wall street Street. (laughs) and i forgot like what's funny is like i forgot what it was about but like there wasn't anything I, i remember it was like a pointless not a pointless protest i can't find my words tonight
2: no it was like a vague
3: protest vague like, yes i remember the media being like what are you protesting what do you want out of this it was like, like
2: the one percenters and we hate that like they have all the money and this it all originates here which i'm like yes and <laughs> <laughs> like what else are you going to do about it besides sleep out in tents on wall street and like then it became like a fucking festival like
3: everyone yeah brave was- that um So then Carol talks a bit more about her past. So I did a little googling. So Carol is from Suffren, New York, which is right on the border of New York, New Jersey, like really right outside New York City. Um, She got her bachelor's from Hunter, which is where my dad went. That's right in
2: the city, yeah.
3: Right in the city. And then her master's is from NYU. So she's a lot more New York than I think I realized she was. Unlike the other New Yorkers, she doesn't tend to always talk about it all the like love from new york blah blah blah
2: yeah And i find that actually with most people that i know who actually like grew up in the city i don't feel like they ever really say like as a new yorker or whatever they're just there
3: yeah <laughs> not the way that lisa barlow always says she's a new yorker even though she's from upstate new york but you she and i have
2: say... more claim to fame to new yorkers than she
3: does yeah sure. also this is probably a controversial opinion but i don't trust a jewish person who converts to mormonism i'm sorry <laughs> i just can't i cannot get behind that i don't understand i it. love that for you <laughs> i love that for you lisa but i don't get it it's confusing as hell um so then carol does what she talked about though a little so she was at abc news for 10 years mm-hmm. then that's where she met her late husband and then when he passed she took a leave of absence never went back and wrote her book yeah and now it makes sense she got her bachelor's in english her master's was also i think in something similar to that um but just a little, little more carol background that i don't think i knew um i does
2: say that she's thinking about going back and she would be interested in it which is interesting because you know a leave of absence only goes so long but so many people from abc news stay at abc news like I worked with some of the producers on some shows that I worked on for, like, A&E and stuff, and they were awesome, and they're very loyal. Like, they would always use the same crew and the same people. So it wouldn't surprise me, actually, if Carol
3: was like, all right, I'm ready to come back, and they were like, okay, here's a story. Yeah. Yeah, and I understand. I mean, that's where she met her husband, so. Yeah. Seems quite a traumatic time that she, she went through for sure. Um, my favorite line when her and Tripp are eating is they asked, do we think we're a part of the 1%? I think we are.
2: <laughs> but <laughs> I actually don't
3: best. think she, I don't know how rich she is, but I don't think she's at
2: 1%. I mean, she's a princess. So I don't know. I think she's sneaky with that money. I think she's got a great amount of money. And she's also similar to people with a lot of money and they don't talk about it.
3: Yeah. And is all of her money from her late husband? No, I think that she probably made a good amount being a journalist for a and while. Not the, I don't not think like the, millions. Not the millions that you know she has that apartment. A lot of it was probably from him. I think it came from him. I, it had to have, which is fine. They were married. Yeah. He passed. Like it's whatever. But um, it's not whatever. It's very sad. But I'm just saying, when you think yeah. of her actual career, yeah, producer at ABC. she's not making the money that she clearly I think has to live the lifestyle she has
2: but she was definitely not part of like I would say she's part of the 10 percent yeah I that's what I was like one think... percent is like
3: the billion people she's not like a yeah yeah I don't think she's actually what the one percent is um then I just Ramona, thought it was oh. funny that they like went to spectate
2: <laughs> that whole thing and then they were like all right now let's have lunch <laughs> yeah,
3: basically i think they just wanted to see i guess what was going on
2: great it was it was a spectacle a lot of people would just go and look at it yeah i was working around there at that time so it
3: was kind of annoying mm-hmm. i think what i remember most about it is it being like the first protest millennials will, were involved in and the boomers just like making fun of us of like they don't know how to protest And it's just like, didn't we do this already with the two? Like, they just are not going to get along. But
2: they, like, really love to beat that dead horse. Because they're like, you know, it's the same exact thing that happened last time. And that's why this episode's kind of, like, a little bit like, wow, we could have done without it. Because it's the, you know, I said the wrong word. Well, you also were upset about Jax. Oh, well, my daughter almost died. Oh, well you know you talk a lot i couldn't get a word like it just keeps going and going and then ramona tries to change the subject and she was like i invited you to a ceremony where i'm winning an award and i can only invite 10 people you haven't gotten back to me
3: okay this was very interesting because first heather's like i got a new blackberry i didn't get an email how do i find the email but then two minutes later she's like oh i did email you back that i might be busy and have something and i'm like just so did you get the email did you, like she did a well, very the bad job of story was
2: that like ramona says your assistant emailed me twice saying they get back to me
0: so mm-hmm. like
2: i don't think that heather emailed but i do think the assistant emailed and like they were holding it for a date and i'm like kind of like ramona's really grasping at straws where she's like you should have told me that you were waiting and like this it's like you know people get busy you're just getting like if it was sonia that did that you wouldn't think twice but sonia doesn't have anything else (laughs) no that's rude she's going to saint tropez all the time
3: (laughs) Um, but yeah no they get nowhere they kind of heather still doesn't invite her to london and and, like ramona's
2: like pregnant pausing waiting for her to do it but like in her confessional ramona just keeps elevating and elevating how much she hates heather (laughs) Yeah, How basically. Heather is. It's yeah. like, why won't she
3: invite me? It's She's like, so mad about you it. hate her.
2: I know.
3: <laughs> yeah, you know what it is about this episode? It was a lot of just like, no, you know, you and I live for a group scene, and it was just yeah. a lot of chit chat about everything going on with different well, combining with the different Ramona groups
2: Heather people. feud in like little bunches, but like, it's hard to be exciting because everyone agrees that they hate each other. Yeah like yeah. there's no real like tension or anything to resolve it's just like like we should just keep going because then there's the
3: party right with Sonia uh obviously you- like we could skip there was a Heather and Luanne go to a photo gallery nothing happened there
2: yeah and then like Sonia we see her training an assistant which is just exactly what you think it will be like she's like you're getting me pills oh that's my dog's pills yeah i'm gonna um, watch me leave my voicemail memo like message or my outgoing message
3: yeah that was pretty funny though because she kept messing it up and kept having to re-record it and it was giving little brown bb heels um yes. nancy grace <laughs> The do you know i don't know if you know that i thought forever she alexis nyers was yeah. leaving that voicemail for nancy joe
2: I thought she was. I just thought it was an, uh, a reporter. I didn't realize it was Nancy Grace. Well, Nancy Grace
3: is a reporter. but well, I yes, thought it was the lady true. with the big blonde hair. Nancy Joe, isn't that her name? Nancy Grace is the one with the big blonde hair. Oh, then she was leaving it for Nancy Joe, someone else. Okay, but yeah. I always thought it was that one. I always
2: think of Nancy Grace as a lawyer first. I worked with her, and she was surprisingly one of the nicest people I've ever worked with. And it was like she treated me like a mother like
3: I know everyone yeah it was hates Nancy, Nancy Jo That's I know what everyone hates calling. Nancy Grace but she was the nicest woman um then we get another discussion of Aviva and her fears, and basically Aviva is not going to London because Reed can't come with her, and she's too scared to go without him. Like,
2: Heather realizes this and is fine with it immediately because they were, like, meaning to go to a rooftop car, and Heather's like, and I mean, Aviva's like, Heather, can I hold your hand? And she's like, yeah, this bitch is not getting on a plane. No, <laughs> no. and not happening.
3: You know... She's got a lot of anxieties and I feel bad for her that she hasn't been able to overcome them. That's my thoughts that I'm not just gonna discredit her her anxieties.
2: Yeah. yeah, and I think that was the nice thing too, is that like whereas like Ramona was just like, I think it's really weird. Like Heather was just like, Oh, like, you know, I, I just said this bitch, but like Heather was really very sweet and was just like, obviously, this is not a great time or a great like thing for Aviva to do. Yeah, was really anxiety, kind.
3: Yeah. It's real. Um, so then we get to the main thing so sonia is on the cover of social life magazine <laughs> and a funny thing happens in this scene it's a two-second clip but as i'm watching yes someone i went to high school with is the photographer at the event well his dad is a very famous well-known photographer so i believe that's how he got into this mm-hmm. and yeah it's just pretty funny that i'm like watching i'm like
2: jump oh, scare oh. yeah
3: it was two seconds but i've sent it to like oh my God, the tiny t- island after all that new york it is is that yes yeah, that is a very famous um photographer jill ben it is I not jill be- i did not go to high school with <laughs> <Jill Ben-Simon's kid>. <laughs> <laughs> i went to public school not fancy normal yep, normal starting
2: school. that rumor so you went to public school in huntington that's like a very good school district
3: <laughs> yeah but it's still public school it's not like i didn't go to like long island public school is like still fancy school yes i mean yes but no but you pay it in taxes yeah exactly your taxes are going to something that's that's for sure you know who else um lloyd banks's brother the rapper went to my high school you know i
2: they got nothing with that
3: he was part of the g unit Fifty cent crew, so it was like a okay. really big deal because that was like really popular at the time. And I remember like unit. All right. yeah. Lloyd Banks was I just unit. knew of them as the
2: unit. I didn't know the individuals besides fifty.
3: Yes. Yes. So, so that that was uh, our only claim to fame. And someone else I went to high school with was rumored the guy who was rumored to have been seen making out with Melissa Gorga. Oh <gasps> Whoa. Wait, he was in your year? Uh one below and I do you know him and he knows me like if we saw each other we'd be like hey what's up
2: that's young for melissa because she's older than me i mean not to age shame but if you're gonna go outside your marriage dang girl yeah
3: trust me when that news article broke the messages were going crazy we were like oh my god wild um it's funny when something happens like that (laughs) With your, oh my god yeah i know I know. <laughs> most especially people are like, well, you know, bravo. I see these things. What's going on? So, but I, I didn't believe it and I still don't believe it. Um, Fair. So, I mean, okay. So my favorite thing that happens at Sonia's little fashion mm-hmm. uh, magazine party is that Luann immediately has to bring up something royal to Carol when she says hi to her. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring this up. <laughs> no, you don't even know why. Because the fa- I know the family that they brought up. Oh. the Borghese because the Italian Prince Lorenzo was the bachelor.
2: Oh. He was
3: the bachelor for a season, like season nine or something.
2: Okay. And
3: I watched it and I immediately knew who they were talking about. And I was like, Carol, this guy, even I know who they're talking about. And because she, she, she said she didn't know who he was, but also like she doesn't know every royal in Europe. But yes.
2: I like that she called, I thought you were going to call that that she was like, Lou has like royal Tourette syndrome. She just me and just shouts out people. And I know we shouldn't make fun of people with Tourette's, but I just thought it was funny that you were just
3: repeating what you said, Yonada.
2: Yeah, but I just think it's very funny that she was just like, all she does is just like vomit words of like fucking like different royalty to her. And she's just like, oh my gosh, just stop naming royalty.
3: Yeah, but I was like, I just thought it was really funny that brought him up. And actually, I. Really just I'm sick in the head because I just quickly looked up. He was the ninth bachelor. I can't even believe I just guessed that correctly that he was the ninth bachelor.
2: He was also in a really good reality, uh like a documentary about reality shows that was on Vice Land or Vice, I forget which one. I always get those two mixed up. Oh, and he's was like also the dark on Celebrity odds
3: Um, I don't know if I see that in his little Wikipedia, but he was also on Celebrity Big Brother UK.
2: But yeah. Well, it, okay. prob- it was the dark side of 2000.
3: Anyway, I don't know. Uh, Either way, I thought it was funny she didn't know him because I knew who he was.
2: <laughs> but I feel like Heather's one of those people that's like, I don't watch TV.
3: Well, no, it was Carol that she said it I to. I mean Ca- Carol, yeah, sorry. Yeah, but I, I was also could do that.
2: Heather's name because I was yeah. reading the next one.
3: Um, then Ramona Orca. announces that she's going to come out with a red and I thought to myself, I don't remember that ever happening.
2: Yeah, I would have remembered that. I do not recall that either um speaking of ramona's red she is inviting heather and heather's husband to the red line red wine launch and she's like oh but like maybe i should just make it a girls thing because you know your husband can't always make it and heather's like well he can and i'm fine to go alone and she's just like well i like to include everyone that i think can come to an event whenever i hold an event i never exclude people and she's saying it like and heather even like in her confessional to us was like she is like a breakthrough window she is definitely laying it on thick like we know that she is upset about this invite she's just kind of like eh. and like ramona's
3: like oh my god i can't believe she didn't realize what i was doing I was like she 100% realized she just didn't take your bait and to to play into it and fight with you. Um, and so the so, rest of the
2: party is her running around saying that, basically.
3: Yeah, so then she finds out Sonia's going to London, and she is pissed that Sonia is going without her. And what's interesting is Aviva is really just like a bystander watching this, and was like, what is Ramona mad about? And yeah. she's now getting mad at Ramona for getting mad at Sonia and kind of just like not feeling Ramona for For running around being like a looney Tune, um but the episode ends with an amazing scene well but there is
2: this one part it's not huge but I just before we get to the very end I like that Aviva is like hey Ramona maybe Heather didn't invite you because you offended her and Ramona goes on this fucking Ramona coaster (laughs) of like (laughs) yeah How could she be offended i apologize but there was nothing that i did that offended her but like this i know everything i said to her like she says it was just this is why ramona's in the current state trouble that she's in is that this woman never thinks of how anyone else feels or humanizes any human like i'm not downplaying her racism by any means but like she just does not Think of any other human but herself. Yeah. And this scene is like a one-woman play of that. Cause she just goes the well, a monologue. She just really goes through it. And Aviva's mm-hmm. just like, okay,
3: <laughs> like I'm giving yep. up. <laughs> yep. And then the scene ends. So Ramona's freaking out that Sonia's going and she's getting all mad at Sonia. And so Sonia does a good job of standing up for herself. But the moment ends with a hot mic moment between sonia and mario because i'm sorry with ramona and mario because ramona wants to leave yeah. and mario doesn't and they go into a room and ro is going on a rant she calls sonia an airhead she um i think she called her she said she has diary of the mouth and she doesn't know what yeah. to stop and she is just going off and Mario's actually trying to like calm it down he's not playing into it
2: well, he's very much, like, agreeing with her, but he's also trying to, like, calm her down. He's like, we know that she's an airhead. Yeah. We know that this is a problem. Like, this is the way it is. This is who your fr- best friend is. Like, let's just go out. And she's like, we're leaving. We're leaving. We're leaving. And then, like, she comes out like a bat out of hell. Like, I'm hungry. i got to go to dinner. We have dinner
3: plans. <laughs> like, Yeah. And it's really just like if that moment happened now i feel like Brahma would have made a huge deal about the hot mic moment in the way that like recent hot mic moments have like yeah you know we'll see if it's a big deal at the reunion but it that to me was like ooh, that was like the juiciest nugget of, of the episode
2: i feel like at that time they didn't break the fourth wall like that would be fourth wall breaking just call it a for, a hot mic moment i feel yeah, like
3: i agree i agree but we'll see we'll see how it's brought up at the reunion plays out.
2: but yeah i mean i did also like at the end when like heather was like this is why i'm not inviting her and carol's kind of like well i would invite her because ramona's crazy and you just it's fun to sit back and watch crazy mm-hmm. and i was like that is the greek chorus of carol because i agree that is something that I agree with. I watch, sit back, and watch these ladies because they're crazy.
3: Mm-hmm. Agree, but yeah. I guess, so I guess in the end, it, the episode ended well. But I'm looking forward to them finally going on their trip. Uh, that's oh, it
2: for the for the epi. I have one thing to plug. I'm going to be on Wick Minimum, the podcast about candles that my friend uh, <laughs> Selena Copic does. And fun fact, she looks just like Sonia Morgan. So uh, check that out. Uh, she gets. Like mistake, mistaken for Sonia a lot. Love that. Um, yeah. It's like that's a couple exciting. of faces ago, but she still looks like her.
3: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's it. I hope everyone's recovered from all their BravoCon content. I know I haven't posted that much in a hot minute, but it was fun. I
2: feel like there's still so much coming in and all of these, like, this person was with this person, so... I'm um, excited to see it. You know, and I'm well excited say, to go to London next week with these ladies.
3: Yeah. And to me, overall, it seemed like BravoCon was a far better and well planned event this year than it was last year. Yeah. I didn't hear any of the things week. that I heard about last time. So same. That's good. Good for Bravo. I love good it. Good for her. Good for her. Good for her. All right. We love you.
2: Thanks so much for listening, guys. And if there's audio issues, I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye.